0: Sixty-eight hours after issuance. cdkng.com bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You're listening to DraftKings Network.
1: You're tuned in to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, guiding your gridiron journey. None other than your host, former NFL lineman Ross Tucker. Oh yeah it is, but it's not just any Ross Tucker football podcast because I never do that and I'm extremely fired up today for a picks Friday, a winners Friday, and a finish strong Friday all presented by DraftKings. What does that mean? am going to give you my pick for the 15 remaining games left in week 17 in the NFL I'm going to finish strong because I want to feel good about this for the whole weekend while I'm doing Bears, Falcons, and Monday when I'm watching the bowl games and watching the football all weekend. I want you guys to finish your work week strong as well so you feel good about watching football the next three days all day, which is amazing. And then the winner's Friday because I love those of you, it means a lot to me, it really does, that do something extra to help the, the network of shows. Like Indie Shark. He quote tweeted. At Ross Tucker Pod. Love it Indie Shark. Send me an email. Ross at Ross dot com. Include your email address. Include your address, mailing address. And if you have a specific. Press pass that you've heard me talk about. Or that of a game I've done recently. Mention it. Same with Josh Legasic. Josh Legasic took advantage of. One of the codes for the game time app might have been money, might have been feast, might have been draft, might have been Ross, whatever it is. The game time app is awesome. And then the YouTube shout out, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. I do a video, I literally record a video on my phone like this for those of you watching, and then I email it to you. So you have a video to share with all your buddies, whoever you want to share it with. All you have to do is hit the thumbs up, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. And then comment on any video. It's that easy. Because not that many people do it. So you can win. Speaking of shout outs. How about Kip Lockwood? Kip is our latest patron. Patreon.com slash RT Media. Love it Kip. Welcome to the family. It's Big Show time. The Big Show.
2: All right, Ross well, the Browns, they secure a playoff spot while Joe Flacco continues to just do the unbelievable beating the Jets 37 to 20.
1: Dude, that was a weird game. I mean, that was a really weird game. What was it 34-17 at halftime? I mean, was- nobody thought it would be 34-17. I was actually watching the game um at a at a restaurant here in Chicago with a couple of my college teammates, by the way, both really impressive guys, and we're watching it, and the one guy's telling me how he has the over in the game from a betting perspective, and I'm like, ooh, I don't know about that. 34-17 in the first half. Joe Flacco, what do you have? Almost 300 yards passing in the first half. David Njoku had 113 yards in the first quarter. But then there was also weird plays the other way, right? Like, Njoku lost a fumble on the third play of the second quarter. Flacco threw a a pick six, which is, by the way, an incredible play by Jermaine Johnson, the D end for the Jets. Pierre Strong then had a fumble in the fourth quarter that shouldn't have happened. They had 12 men on the field when they stuffed the Jets one time. Um, And what's really weird, we didn't even mention it, Jack, Amari Cooper ended up not playing. You know, like it was like two hours before the game, they were like, yeah, Amari Cooper should be good. 30 minutes later, inactive. Wait, what? So for them to have 34 points in the first half, 376 yards without Amari Cooper against that Jets defense is really impressive for the Browns, but also not really a great look for the Jets who had, they fumbled a kick return. They had a pick six with Simeon. Wasn't good. And then Elijah Moore, by the way, left the game. He had a concussion as well. And then the second half, the Browns like, did nothing. Flacco was three for seven, 13 yards. But they did run the ball, which they really needed to do. The Browns needed to get back to it. 28 carries, 127 yards. And it was kind of split between Ford... Kareem Hunt, Pierre Strong. If the Browns can play that really good D and get the running game going again, man, they could really be a tough out. Speaking of the fourth quarter, Jack, going in the fourth quarter of the week, we're in the fourth quarter of the podcast. In football, the fourth quarter is where the magic happens, where games are won, where champions are made. In business, it's where sales teams become legends. That's why HubSpot built Sales Hub, to give sales reps the deal-making tools they need to win their Q4. Sales Hub's prospecting workspace organizes your schedule, goals, and to-do list in one place to save your team precious fourth quarter time, and smart sequences help sales reps close deals faster than ever. So get ready to dominate Q4 with Sales Hub. Learn more at HubSpot.com sales. To know which team is going to win every single game on Sunday, then listen up.
2: All right, Ross, we'll start. The Dallas Cowboys are hosting the Detroit Lions.
1: Oh, I like the Cowboys quite a bit in this one. I mean, the Lions just won the first division championship in 30 years. I'm sure that Dan Campbell got them locked in. I'm sure that Dan Campbell was like, yo, we have a chance. Number two seed, maybe even number one seed. Put that behind us. That, my friends, is easier said than done. Now they're going up against a team in the Cowboys, kind of licking their wounds after a couple of tough road losses. Cowboys come back home where they've been so good this year, playing a Lions team that already kind of clinched what they needed to clinch. Now the Cowboys are trying to clinch something of their own to have a chance in the NFC East or the number two seed themselves. This feels like a bunch of points and it feels like the Cowboys win this game. I think it's 30 to 27 Cowboys. And if anything, I think the Cowboys would win by more than that, but I'll go 30 to 27 Dallas.
2: Next, we've got another crucial game for the one seed in the AFC. The Dolphins are at the Ravens.
1: How about the first two games we're doing today? All four teams already have double-digit wins. I mean, that is awesome. That is fantastic. So, for this one, I like the Ravens. I just think they're better. They're both coming off of big wins, right? The Ravens against the Niners. The Dolphins against the Cowboys. The edge goes to the Dolphins in the sense that the the Ravens had to play Monday night on the West Coast. So a short week for the Ravens. However, they're at home. Meanwhile, the Dolphins have to go on the road. So it kind of all negates itself. I think this game could go either way. I think it'll be a fantastic game. I guess I just think the Ravens are better. And I think in particular that they're better up front. And I think they'll win this game. You know, the... Dolphins kind of got off the schneid of beating a good team, right? That was like the big question mark. Can they beat a good team? Can they beat a good team? So they finally kind of did that, which is great. But, you know, this is like who the Ravens are every week. And think about what the Ravens did at home to Seattle, what the Ravens did at home to Detroit. I think the Ravens win this game. I think it's a a pretty cool game. Let's go 26-23. Ravens. Justin Tucker racking up the field goals. My cousin from another... Mother, doesn't sound the same.
2: We've got Tucker Bowl. The Patriots are at the Bills.
1: Love it. Love Tucker Bowls. You know, that would have been interesting if I had ever played for the Patriots against the Bills. I did start a preseason game, Jack, for the Browns against the Bills, which was kind of weird because I, I, you know, knew all those guys or a lot of those guys still very, very well in 06, although I hadn't been with them The whole season in 05. So it was a little bit different. I like the Bills. I I have a tough time picturing the Patriots winning back-to-back road games. Coming into Buffalo and winning. I do, though, think this will be a good game. I do think that this will be like a competitive game. The Patriots are playing better now. I think they'll be able to hang in this one. So I'm going to call it like... 24-16 Buffalo. I don't think it's going to be... Well, no. Let's go 27-17 Buffalo. Same score as when the Chiefs beat the Patriots a couple weeks ago. Exact same score. Similar game. 27-17. Let's go Buffalo. Let's go Buffalo. I don't know if there might... No, there's probably better survivor picks than that. Uh, But they might... That's a decent survivor pick. Keep that as a a possible survivor pick.
2: You've got a game you might know a thing or two about. The Falcons are at the Chicago Bears. I know
1: a lot about it, and I'm pumped up. It's why my article this week, Jack, which will be coming out soon for the 33rd team, which hopefully you guys read. I always post it on Twitter. Try to post it on Facebook if I can remember. But just Google Ross Tucker 33rd team. There's no such thing as meaningless games in the NFL. Tell the Jet tell the Giants and the Commanders who bench their young quarterbacks to have veterans out there. Tell Matt Eberflus and Arthur Smith who both are like coaching for their job in this game on Sunday, right? I mean, they're both kind of on the hot seat. There's speculation about both of them how they finish this season means a lot. It makes a big big difference. So it's a juicy matchup in that regard. And same with Justin Fields, by the way, who's kind of playing for his right to stay in Chicago as the starting quarterback. Man, I could go either way on this one. I really, really could. To me, it's a toss-up game. It's a field goal game either way. I think I'll take the Bears because of Justin Fields' running ability, which has given the Falcons some issues. And because it's in Chicago and it's going to be freezing, which you would think would give the Bears a little bit of an advantage, a little more used to that than they are down in Atlanta. So I think it comes down to a field goal. Both these kickers have been good, by the way. But I'm going to say 23-20 Chicago. But this is honestly a toss-up game. could go either way.
2: Next we've got the Tennessee Titans are at the Houston Texans.
1: Yeah, they are. Um, uh, I'm going to take the Texans to win the game. You know, I think Stroud'll be back, but I think this will be a battle. The problem is for the Titans, they just didn't run it very well at all the last time they played against the Texans. I don't know that I can expect them to do that. Texans got blown out last week. They got embarrassed, really quite frankly, by the Browns at home. I think the combination of that and getting a guy like CJ Stroud back, just the boost that that gives them. I think that's a big boost for the Texans. And I think they win another fun game between these two. I'm going to go 20 to 19. 20 to 19 Texans over the Titans. By the way, if you're feeling good about my picks or your picks, but not sure what to eat, make it easy on yourself. Order in on DoorDash. Now you can root for your squad. While your food and drinks are on the way. So that means burgers, chips, dips, soda, pizza, wings, and so much more delivered straight to your door. Jack, you know the deal. You got to wash it down with something delicious like Labatt Blue Light. No matter what you're eating while you're watching football the next three days, make sure you have my close friend LBL Labatt Blue Light with you and live life to the power of we always enjoy responsibly beer. Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York.
2: Next, we've got the Raiders are at the Indianapolis Colts.
1: The Raiders.
2: Man, these are big games.
1: I love this time of year. This is a big game for both these teams, right? You know, the Raiders, first of all, aren't out of it. And secondly, if Antonio Pierce gets this win, you went on the road at KC, then you went on the road at Indy to get yourself back to 500, then I think you can pretty much lock him in as the Raiders' next head coach. Meanwhile, for the Colts, boy, that was a bad game for them in Atlanta against the Falcons. That was an ugly, ugly game. That's why I like the Colts to win in this one. You know, it doesn't always make sense, but it's just the way the 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 NFL works, right? Like, you know, the Raiders get a big win on the road. It's tough to sustain that. The Colts get blown out. Usually when teams come home after a disappointing blowout like that, things tend to go a lot better, and I think that they will. I'm all over the Colts in this one. I think the Raiders kind of run out of gas. Let's say the Colts win the game. Raiders' defense is pretty good, but I don't think the Raiders will score that many points. I'm going
2: to go 19-16 Colts. We've got 1995 expansion Bowl. The Panthers are at the Jags. I like that,
1: Jack. I like that. What year were you born again? 2000. Oh my gosh. Dude, I remember New Year's Eve when it turned 2000. So that was like, because your birthday's coming up. Uh, your birthday's. <laughs> Today, <laughs> we're recording this the day before. We're recording a lot of the pics the day before, but your birthday's today. Happy birthday, future Jack. <laughs> Happy future birthday, Jack. Oh, man. Um, yeah, so sometimes just to peel back the curtain a little bit, sometimes if I'm traveling, like I do on a Thursday, we record the pics portion of it on Thursday so that the sound quality and the visual and everything is better. And then I'll just do uh, the recap of the game Thursday night after the game or first thing Friday morning. So peeling back the curtain a little bit. Jack, your birthday ruined everything, okay? Your birthday date ruined everything. That's not the point I wanted to make. The point I wanted to make is I remember New Year's Eve 2000 very vividly for a bunch of different reasons. And I will never forget that night for the rest of my life it was an amazing night on on a lot of awesome levels. So, yeah, Jack, I remember too. I, I just can't believe you were born after that. Like, I know what I did that night, and I can't believe you were born after that. That is nuts. Almost a full year after that.
2: Time flies when you're having fun.
1: <laughs> oh, I didn't even talk about the game, did I? No. So, I like the Jaguars, although this is a dangerous game for them right now, right? Um, as of when we're recording, I don't know if it'll be Lawrence. I guess he's never missed a start due to injury, so he really wants to play. I mean, they have to win this game. You, you, you cannot lose at home to Carolina. That This would be one of the worst losses of the season. If the Jaguars lost their fifth straight game at home against Carolina, I just don't think it happens. Jacksonville... 23, Carolina
2: 16. Next, we've got the Rams are at the New York Giants.
1: I wonder if Tyrod can give the Rams uh, can give the Rams a little some uh, something to deal with there with with the way he plays. Look, Tyrod's really good at running for first downs on third downs. He's a professional quarterback. You heard Greg talk about him yesterday. I think this game will be closer than people think. Because it's in New York, because Tyrod's starting and giving the Giants a chance. The Rams coming off a pretty big win, but the Rams have had a lot of time to prepare for this one, to be ready. They're playing at such a high level on offense when they have all their guys. I can kind of go back and forth on this one in terms of the spread, but I like the Rams to win the game. The Giants' defense has been struggling a little bit. Let's go. Let's go Rams 24-17.
2: 24-17 Rams. Gannon's return. The Arizona Cardinals are at the Philadelphia Eagles.
1: Talked about this a lot this week on the various Ross reports. Certainly, I like the Eagles to win the game. I think they're a pretty good survivor pick. Boy, that would be a bad loss. And that would be a very bitter bad loss for Eagles fans that are still bitter at Jonathan Gannon, some of them just didn't like his defense. They didn't think he was aggressive enough. Some of them, a lot of them, blame him for the Super Bowl loss. And then there's just some weirdness there with how things went down with him leaving the Eagles to join the Cardinals. Although the way he was treated by some of the Philadelphia media and fans, like I, I how can you? I mean, you can't blame him for taking a head coaching job, period. Let alone with kind of the the way he was treated in Philly, he had to take that job if he had a chance at a head coaching job somewhere else. I like Gannon um, as a coach. I think he's pretty good. I'll be very curious to see how they defend Hurts in this offense, but I like the Eagles to ultimately win the game. The Cardinals just don't have the horses on defense. Let's make it 27.
2: Nah, yeah, 27-17, Birds. Next is the New Orleans Saints are at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers.
1: Gigantic game because the Buccaneers have the chance to clinch the division in this game. And obviously, they have been on a roll. You know, there's different schools of thoughts, but when they're playing this well, I know the Saints had more time to rest and prepare for this one. And I know this is the Saints' season on the line, So, which is why I think it'll be an awesome game. I think it'll be a close game, field goal game either way. But I just kind of like the way... Baker and the Bucs have been cooking right now, and I'm going to take them to get this done. Wouldn't be surprised if it went either way, though. Let's say uh, 21-20, the Bucs. The red zone ends up being the difference. The Bucks score in the red zone. Touchdown, the Saints do not. 49ers are at the Washington Commanders. You know who's not happy that Jacoby Brissett is starting for the Commanders? The 49ers. Now, I think they'll still win the game because the defense right now is atrocious for the commanders. I think the Niners will put up a bunch of points, but they're not happy. They need to go against Jacoby Percet. Jacoby Percet's going to give the commanders a boost in this one. They're not happy at all, but they'll still get the win. It'll just be more like, uh, I think it'll be 31-23. The
2: Niners win the game, but... Jacoby Brissett at least keeps it interesting for a while. Gow Super Bowl 40 rematch. The Steelers are at the Seattle Seahawks.
1: Seahawks fans still bitter about that one and the officiating. Yeah, I was a player then, so like I watched it, but I don't remember that I was like that locked
2: in to remember like bad calls. Do you remember that from when you were four, Jack? No, the first Super Bowl I ever remember was I think the year after it was Bears Colts. But, I mean, I looked at it. It was very interesting. Ben Roethlisberger only threw the ball nine times. Five of them were to Heinz Ward. In the so. whole game? Or, well, he only had nine completions. My apologies. He was nine for 21. And they won. They won, like, by two scores, I think. Yeah,
1: didn't Randall L. throw a touchdown to Heinz Ward or something in that game? Something happened.
2: He, he, he did have a pass. I don't know if it was a touchdown or not.
1: Yeah. I
2: think he, I think he had a touchdown. I
1: like the Seahawks to win the game. Although this is another game where everything's on the line. I mean, the Mike Tomlin winning record streak, the Seahawks playoffs. I mean, there's a lot on the line in this game. I just have more faith in Seattle at home than the Steelers on the road. I think it's a juicy matchup.
2: I think it's 23-20 Seattle. The Los Angeles Chargers are at the Russell Wilson-less Broncos. Well, he's still there,
1: and he's the number to quarterback by the way i don't root for anybody to get hurt but if stidham got hurt and then russell wilson went in the game and he got hurt that would be hilarious as long as it's not like serious injuries but serious enough that he can't pass his physical in march and russell wilson's 37 million injury guarantee (laughs) uh locks in that would be wild I like the Broncos to win the game. I think Stidham will come out and play well. Just a strange week for them. A lot of turmoil. I wouldn't be surprised if they lost because that's a bad look for their organization, the way that went down. I'll pick them to win, though. I think the the Chargers kind of gave it everything they got last week. How about
2: 24-20 Broncos? Cincinnati Bengals are at the Kansas City Chiefs. It's It's bizarre, Jack, to look at this and
1: see that the Chiefs only have one more win than the Bengals. The Bengals haven't had Joe Burrow forever, and and the Chiefs only have one more win? I could never pick the Chiefs to lose back-to-back home games. I don't think it happens. But we're to the point now where, like, it wouldn't shock me if it did. That's what's so crazy about it. Chiefs 24, Bengals 17.
2: And we'll wrap things up. We got the Packers are at the
1: Vikings. Both these teams fighting to try to get to 500 here. I like the Vikings. Um, obviously, uh, well, as we're recording this Thursday, we don't know for sure who the quarterback will be. I think it'll be Jaron Hall. I think it makes sense to give Jaron Hall a couple starts here if you're the Vikings to to try to see what he has, to see whether or not you think he can be the number two next year as they're going to have to figure out who the number one is. So uh, and And the Packers' defense is just bad. Like, bad, bad. So give me the Vikings in a, uh, I just think they'll outscore the Packers here. I think it's 27-23, Minnesota. Other than that, hope everybody has a terrific weekend. You guys know the drill. If you see me on TV or you can somehow do anything, screenshot that Falcons-Bears game, I love when you guys, usually the best times right before the game starts, or right when we're coming back from halftime. Love that when you guys screenshot and say, you're killing it, Ross, or whatever. Hopefully I am killing it. Other than that, I think we're done here. Thanks for tuning in to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also check out Even Money, Fantasy Feast, and College Draft, all on the DraftKings Network, YouTube, or subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform. Shout out to MyFrontPageStory.com. Love that site. Valentine's Day will be here before you know it. Just get it done now. Why not? BackOfficeSchedule.com, SteakhouseSports.com, HumanAtNYC.com, Sportaculture, Pizza Boy Brewing.